Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope y'all are doing awesome. Um, I had the uh, opportunity to chat with uh, Nose Rain. Um, wait till you hear where he got the name from. Um, I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty badass. But um, Nose Rain is a photographer, uh, a toy photographer on Instagram, and he has done amazing work for Hasbro. And his own work is ridiculous. If you check his feed from beginning to like his latest pictures, the amount of work he puts into it, it's just amazing. So I definitely wanted to talk to him about his passion for toys and photography and just, you know, everything in between. Funny enough, <laughs> the first 30 minutes we were talking about Pokemon cards. And if you're not aware, uh, Pokemon cards are blowing up. And funny enough, also, Gary V has been talking about this for the past year now. So, yeah, it's it's impressive to see that he was right about the cards. Not that I was, you know, thinking he was wrong or anything, but I just did not expect the Pokemon scene to just blow up the way it is. But again, I'm not in that scene that much, so clearly, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm dumb. But either way, man, I hope you guys uh, enjoy um, this talk with him um, and see where he comes from and, you know, the amount of work he puts into his pictures and his ideas. And, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, even the Pokemon stuff, because, I, you know, I love Pokemon. I still got some of my cards. I don't have my original stuff, which you'll hear in the, in the episode, but... <laughs> Yeah, man, I'd be I'd be rich right now if I had all my first edition stuff. Ah, but I digress. Without further ado, here is Nose Rain. Enjoy. <laughs> what How you up? doing, Bobby? Dude, I'm good. Look at this guy with the Lakers. With the hat on. All pumped That's up. Right. Congratulations. We live? We're not live, right? No, no, no we're not live. We're, I'm just recording. I'm just recording. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in that live you know thing yet Space you know yet? No. yeah 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 i don't want to you know let me let me get comfortable you know learning how to turn shit on and you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you wanna... uh do you have to edit like stuff out and stuff a lot not really not really unless of Just course go live then i could go <laughs> Yeah, he wants to go live. I mean, now. you don't have no, we don't have to go live. I'm just saying. Tell you what, tell you what. I'm yeah. gonna bring you back in at some other point in time and we'll go fucking live. All we'll right, go live. A hundred percent. But uh but like right now, no, I really don't edit anything. Like when I um when I post on YouTube, all I do is um mess with the audio a little bit, mm-hmm. um, bring the video from this camera and put it on my section or whatever, and you know, it's pretty much whatever we talk about. It is, it is what it is. Dope. So, that sounds uh, good to me. Yes, sir. So how you been, man? I've been good, dude. Um, yeah. You know, just work. Um, I've been pretty slow at uh, putting stuff out, actually, like photos and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. I didn't tell you. But... On... Go ahead, my go headspace, yeah, my headspace has kind of been in. Have you seen like what's been going on with like Pokemon? With Pokemon? Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Cards? Yeah, the cards. Yeah. It's it's going crazy. So um, I, is. yeah, I I've just been kind of like looking, looking into that a little bit, and just it's kind of fun, man. Like getting back into the the cards, like you know that I personally grew up on, like back then, um, and then kind of seeing like how much these cards are like, going dude, for now. It's for ridiculous. Real. It it breaks my heart because I had 
I had uh, a few booster packs from the first edition back in Puerto Rico when I was... Dude, I was a paper boy. Check this out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm yeah. dying over here. So in Puerto Rico... You got to get some water, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so back in Puerto Rico, uh, when I was in high school, I was uh, doing... I was a paper boy. So I wake mm-hmm. up early in the crack of dawn, dude. I'm talking about five, six in the morning, get on my bicycle, blah, blah, blah. So then I would go and charge people for their for the services right after i think after every month i would go there with a little you know something so i would literally take cash from them you know this is 1999 2000 so it's you know back in the day and um literally after charging like getting all that money i would just go straight to my comic book shop and buy buy pokemon Pokemon cards cards, like a motherfucker dude and uh yeah i had a bunch of those first editions and um mm -hmm, yeah well ask me ask me where they're at right now i don't even know bro yeah yeah that's the sad thing i mean i know a lot of people they you know seeing what's happening and then trying to think back like where's my where's my old collection and a lot of people have sold them or given them away or their parents have sold their parents their parents like selling them at a yard sale or or trashing them bro or trashing yeah i've heard a lot of stories like that especially recently but um yeah it's wild I i never personally had any of the uh base set first edition uh cards or anything but um you know, honestly, I thought I was kind of early in on some of the Pokemon cards, at least from my school. Cause like at that time, I think I was in third grade or something. Um, and yeah, I, I thought I was like one of the first people to bring them in, but apparently I didn't even have the first edition Pokemon cards yet. So <laughs> yeah, I guess you, I was behind. That's hilarious, dude. So you, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're relatively young compared to me. I mean, you said you were in third grade back in the nineties, 1999 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm 30 actually. So yeah. Oh, I'm, was... I'm six years older than you. That's okay. not bad. That's not bad. But yeah, dude, like Pokemon and I, I never really stopped loving Pokemon, but I did stop collecting cards. Then I got in yeah, a, yeah. in a bench, I think two years ago when I started though, hunting, um, just more, I would just start hunting more. And then I decided to start filming the hunts and, Eventually ended up just getting into a bunch of uh, Pokemon cards when the evolution mm. sets came out, you know, okay. retro yeah, yeah. Um, cards from the first, uh, from the base set. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a bunch of those. I have a bunch of those, but then I stopped. And um, like you said, dude, like all I've seen is, you know, Logic buys Charizard card grade at night for like $200,000. I'm like, yep. what? I know <laughs> it's insane. And it's, it's these guys, like even Logan Paul kind of like bringing more attention to the hobby. And I, I think I'm like you where I wasn't, in the hobby the whole time you know what i mean i would just like every once in a while i'd be like oh let's open up a few packs right or Mm -hmm. or something like that but then once evolutions came out right that was the thing that really got a lot of us to really jump back into it because of those nostalgic the cards from base that were in there and so i know in 2016 like when when that came out like the japanese version i was like okay i'm gonna get a few booster boxes and try to open these up and get a charizard dude and (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and so that's what I did. And uh, when the American or the not the American, sorry, those stupid, the English set came out. Um, I didn't really buy too many of those, but uh, I did get a few. Um, but now, man, now like that, all this Pokemon craziness is happening. The base set stuff is like obviously the the entry point for a lot of people who are trying to get into the hobby. Mm-hmm. They, a lot of that stuff is like unattainable for people, right? So, it's the next best thing, like evolutions and that's literally the reason why evolutions now like a booster box will cost you like 450 dollars you know it's insane it is crazy and funny enough the um the artwork that i use for the podcast 
um that's pictures of my shit so there's a picture oh, of a yeah there's a picture of a charizard card so i put you know obviously a pokemon card and then the charizard that's from the evolution yeah. set because i got a, uh, a reverse okay. hollow uh charizard card and i'm yeah. like <laughs> even reverse though i don't hollow. think it costs anything i don't give a shit but dude like, no it. it does it does it does really? bro yeah, if you get that graded, a graded 10, I think mm. the last it was like selling um, for like $1,200 or something. Jesus, I have to get it graded though. I've never gotten anything graded, so I've, yeah. never, I've never done that shit. Yeah, I but. sent off a bunch of my stuff recently, but it's all been like modern stuff. Uh, but yeah, up until recently, I haven't actually gotten anything graded either. Okay. Um, yeah. So are you hunting the cards now? You're like, mm, let me give this photography thing a break. Let me go hunt some Pokemon cards. Let me make some I money. Think it's, I think it's just because, you know, like when you get into something, like for me, actually, like if I get into something, I almost become like obsessed with that thing. Well, we so all do, 100%. I'll, I'll have to like learn everything and then, you know, kind of figure it all out. <laughs> and so that was kind of like the stage that I was in. And, you know, there's like new sets coming out and stuff. And I'm, I'm more aware of like what it means, like what certain sets – Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so um i think i need to like calm down a little bit though if you know <laughs> what i mean <laughs> yeah you're you're buying so so how many cards or how many sets or how many booster packs have you bought recently have i bought recently dude it's so <laughs> i can't even count bro yeah like i you know like champion's path was like one of the newer sets to come out but you know like they had that chase charizard card in yep there. And so everybody was after that, but th that set, it's, it kind of sucks without those cards, honestly. Like if you look yeah. at the whole set, it's pretty like bad. It's a small set. So you're getting duplicates and, and all that. So it is frustrating trying to open cards or trying to open those packs to get that Charizard. And so I've bought a bunch of those. I've opened a bunch, um, but I haven't been able to pull one of the Charizards. I was able to pull the, the shiny Charizard that comes from that set. Um, but then, yeah, there's like, it's certain sets, man. It's certain sets where you're just like, okay, this is really fun because you're getting a lot of big hits out of the, the, the set. So like Hidden Fates is another one. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, set. yeah. Yeah, but that's that's another really fun one to open. But I don't, honestly don't have a number for you, bro, because I can't really count. It's I feel so like many. <laughs> I, dude, I've opened, I felt like a lot, um, but it's been fun. Are you posting read. anything anywhere about this? Or are you just doing Pokemon this on stuff? your own? Yeah. Not really. Uh, I will uh, do like a live stream every once in a while, like just opening some packs up. Uh, I did one on Saturday actually for the newest set, Vivid Voltage. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but that was more like a like, hey, if anybody wants to buy a pack, like it was more so that rather than me like opening it for myself. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> I know, dude. It's it's a freaking black hole, so, man. Pokemon's taking over your life, huh? It's dude. It, it like before I was super into like sneakers. I don't know if you've ever been into sneakers and stuff. I, I have. I had. I had a little face. Yep. Yeah. So like you know, a couple years ago, I was super big into getting retro Jordans and all that goodness. You know, I played basketball too, so I was super into getting like Kobe's and all this stuff. So it the thing is like you cannot collect sneakers, toys cards like all this stuff you know they're, it's too expensive so you gotta be you gotta be logic rich in order to get that shit done exactly <laughs> exactly because it's so expensive I, bro you have to drop stuff you know like sneakers like because of toys you know i stopped getting sneakers and um it, it, i've still been getting toys because like the pre-orders and stuff are just coming mm -hmm. in like crazy um but yeah it's like it's hard to 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 mix 
the two. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I'm I sure do. you know. I'm oh, sure you know. dude, I've been there, man. From from statues to hot toys to normal toys to retro toys to cards back to statues yeah. back to hot toys. It's been a revolving revolving thing, dude. Then uh, Funko Pops. Funko <laughs> Pops. Know? Yep. So it it's it is, and you, like you said, when you start something, dude, we get so it's just obsessed. It's like like we need to know everything. We want it all. You know, mm -hmm. you just want to go and just exactly you know, just go crazy. And funny enough, I've seen a lot of um uh, friends of mine that I follow on Instagram post stories that they're just buying like three hundred, four hundred dollars worth of booster packs. Yeah, in, like at Targets or everything. Like it's like it's it's getting crazy. And I think like you said, Logan Paul. Logic, all this, uh, you know, high profile um, people that are about our age, you know, doing this yeah. stuff like it's just, you know, for, it's it's good and bad at the same time. I, I think it's a it's more good to me personally because it's bringing light to the hobby. You right. know, it, that's always great. But obviously more more flippers, more collectors, more people that more just fakes are fakes out there. More, too. Exactly. Exactly. So you get yeah. it, it. But that happens everywhere, man. It just it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, dude, like it's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody's yeah, collecting Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's man. <laughs> and you you brought up the Funko Pop thing. I never got into Funko Pops, but uh, I think I feel like that was dude. I, I, I swear I like stumbled on your channel because of something like that. It was one of your like toy hunt videos. I think at the time I was like, just looking at different, you know, people vlogging and yeah. going on toy hunts and stuff. And I, I think that's how I discovered you, dude, like years <laughs> ago. And then, and then I don't remember when you hit me up or what it was, but you hit me up on Instagram and I was like, dude, this guy, I know this guy from somewhere. <laughs> and then it was you, dude. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, dude, I used to watch your videos. So that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I hit you up because of the, um, uh, one of my favorite pictures are yours. Um, it's Rhino and Spider-Man. Spider-Man was like going oh, up yeah. Rhino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot what I asked. I don't know if I was asking you for like a like a bigger picture so I could use it as my phone wallpaper or oh, some shit. Maybe, and yeah. I think it's something like along those lines. And you're like, yo, man, I think I've seen some of your videos. I'm like, what's up, man? <laughs> Dude, so. yeah. I Like one of the ones that stick out to me, I think, is, is the one where I feel like they were revealing some stuff either at New York Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con. And it was mm -hmm. for Dragon Ball stuff. And like... I think they were revealing like the future trunks with the Saiyan armor. Dude, yeah. you were like flipping out, dude. Yeah. And I was like, this guy is wilding out. It was hilarious. Damn, but... that's 2015, bro. That's that's that. That was a while video. ago. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That was an yeah. old video. They revealed the Vegeta level three too, Super Saiyan level three on that, that during same that one, thing. right? And yeah. uh, we have yet to uh, get it. Yeah, so, we haven't uh, seen that one. But yeah, dude, I'm sure I it's crazy. Dumb down the road we'll get that one eventually i'm sure eventually especially the way dragon ball is doing now like they're just yeah making like that line was essentially dead for a point almost really which yeah, yeah uh which figure the, was kind of like almost the last one you know what i mean like to be honest i can't remember but i i know that the they weren't really putting out that much and then super started and just it's just revitalized everything okay. you know I, I got i wish i knew better you know because I, I was into that because i was listening or, or talking to people in bandai every time i went to san diego comic-con and they were just saying you know i was asking yo where are this versus stuff where will we get a new figures oh mm -hmm. no you know there's not much interest blah 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 and i'm that's like that's wild sucks. yeah dude, yeah because like it just blew up yeah dragon ball i felt like was the one that was the most popular because like personally like one of my favorite lines was the naruto line that they were doing 
And that got canceled out. That again, another line that just went blah. Yeah, but it was the popularity. I think it wasn't that popular in Japan and here because I don't know. I don't think it had the same like nostalgic factor that Dragon Ball has for a lot of us. You know what I mean? True, so, true. But yeah. I still love Naruto. Like I don't understand why. Why didn't you like? But funny enough, I like the statues, the Figuarts heroes, better mm-hmm. than the than the figures themselves. So I'm I'm like you know when they started, when I saw Sasuke and and what's his face and his brother Itachi. Mm-hmm. For the first time at uh, the comic book shop, and I, I was like, "Oh my god, these are freaking amazing!" I, yeah, whoop, I grabbed them. Thank God I grabbed them because now they're you know impossible to find. Whatever. Is that the one that's like a set where you can connect the bases? Yep, or... yep, yep. Nice. That's right. That's right. I wish I had them on here. I have them in the. I don't know where they at. I think I was cleaning them or some shit. I gotta mm. put them. I want to put them right here. Yeah. Because because I... this camera captures it right there, so I want to show them. <laughs> but yeah, those are the ones you can connect. I have um Kakashi and um, Naruto. And you can nice. connect Kakashi with Naruto and the Sasuke from that same line. So you can, like, you know, mix and match or whatever. Right. It's pretty dope. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I think that line, like, the figures, um, I mean, they could have definitely been better. And I think the one thing was, like, it was pretty, like, inconsistent. Like, from figure to figure, they were pretty inconsistent. Whether with that was the because they were, yeah, because they were maybe, like, trying to improve as they're going. But um, Dragon Ball... Dude, Dragon Ball now, like the figures that they're making, they look so good. They look amazing. Whoever's dude. running that now, it's it feels something about it is a little different. I don't know, but they, they're doing they a great delicious. job over there. Yeah, dude, yeah. the freaking uh, Osaru Vegeta they just popped out. God damn, that looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. The Raditz awesome. is probably on the, the way soon. The Raditz looks. Yeah. They all look amazing. They all look amazing, dude. I wish I had the the cash. I think I have a uh, Boo somewhere around here. I thought I did. Super Boo or. The, no, fat, oh, fat boo. Fat, I don't know. Fat boo. Yeah, that was like, one of the. That was one of the ones. Yeah, I see him. Fat boo's big ass. Oh, he's being blocked by uh, what's his face, by uh, Broly. Oh, big watch from Broly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's massive. Anyway, do you, do you have all your Dragon Ball figures? Like, how do you decide what goes on your shelves? Just like, do you oh, change so, it up a lot? So I I do depending I guess on how I feel. Um yeah. Like I have a uh, all my Nintendo shit that I've hunted. Like f- since I started, Amiibos you know, and things, everything, everything. I have it all set aside. You know, mm-hmm. I just took a bunch out today to take a picture with the salmon statue that I got um this week. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I would love to display all that, but I don't have the room. <laughs> so you know, I have yeah, yeah, those those details back there, and then I have the, the this whole wall, which is you see, I think you're only seeing two shelves. There's mm-hmm. the white ones that are actually right here. I got okay. So I only got. So it's still a lot of room, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so much that I can put on these bitches. So yeah, I like how you space it out a little bit too. It's not like everything is just it on the shelf. You know what I mean? That's another thing. So this shelf right here, it's a mess because I'm trying to decide what I'm keeping and what I'm selling. Okay. But, but normally, this is the way I would like to display it because I hate. I used to be the clutter guy. Yeah, and yeah. It's just, it's just the presentation is so much better, like this. Yeah, when that, just, I agree. So this is what I want. So I'm, I'm that's why I'm trying to like get a, get rid of some stuff if I'm not gonna display it and just have the display, you know, look, you know, delicious. And then it's like if you have that clutter type of display, like I feel like one figure, just one figure needs to knock over and that whole thing is like it, done. It, 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 that's exactly what happens. I used to have so when I, I, I Transformers fan here, I used to have hundreds of Transformers, mm-hmm. hundreds, and the way I used to display them, bro, bro was like. 
little ones up front all the way to the bigger ones. Man, and when one in the fucking middle wanted to fall, it would take almost everything out except the guys in the back. And yeah. it was just a pain <laughs> in my nutsack, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, I can imagine, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm never doing this shit again. And then I will do it again. And then it would happen again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to do it like this now. It took this me a is... few times. It took me a few times. So then little yeah. by little, I started like getting rid of some Transformers or some shit and, mm-hmm. you know, learning my lesson. And then I moved into Hot Toys and then yep. statues and then uh, just Hot crazy. Toys, man. That's for me. It's like. Every, every, I swear, dude, like every hobby that I get into, it always starts with, you know what? I'll just buy one of these. Like just, just there's just going to be one, just one. And then, and then boom, there's another one. Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe another one. Cause like this one's lonely. You yeah. Know? But and I got this guy and this guy goes with this guy in the same set. Like they're part of the same movie or the same show. I got to have <laughs> right. them. Oh, but then they release this guy who's uh, Bobby. Oh, there's a different version of this guy. Oh, maybe I should show this one and buy that one. Ah, you know what? I'll keep them both because, oh, mm-hmm. bro, I trust me. I've been through the same dilemma with me. Like I've <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've had this conversations with myself so many times. <laughs> yeah, oh, the man. hot toys, the hot toys. I have a few hot toys too, um, but those those things add up, man. Like mm-hmm. if you just don't know, like you have stuff on pre order and you're just like, okay, how many? Pre- what I have like ten pre orders right now. You're like, like I got thirty grand on hot toys. At where? Yeah, what? It's, it's wild. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. It fucking gets crazy. I see, and yeah. you see these people on uh on Instagram who like have massive collections of everything you're like oh my mm-hmm. god like are you rich like do you have like oil that you're selling for gold because like <laughs> dude like it's just insane the amount of money because this thing's cut like 250 to 300 bucks a pop yeah and, yeah. Then, and then they got massive statues which are, are like edition sizes of 10 or to, to like 45 which are mm-hmm. fucking expensive man, yeah the I'm statues like, man like those i i mean they look really awesome. I can't get into statues though, just because I feel like I will die. Dude, like, it, 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 there's no, there's no room. Like the first of all, like, boxes. The boxes are mm-hmm. huge. You have to keep the boxes because they're statues. They're delicate. So if you're gonna move yeah. or you're gonna sell them eventually, you need to keep the boxes. So mm-hmm. now you're dealing with massive boxes, okay? Plus the statue itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you end up like my Hulk. So I had a the a premium format Hulk from Sideshow Collectibles. I bought it back in early 2000s when it came out. Dude, mm-hmm. the box of that dude was the size of um, my um, my dishwasher. Like, no joke. No joke. Like, the wow. size of the dishwasher, dude. It was massive. And I was living in a, in a one-room apartment with my girlfriend, you know, not my wife. Like, dude, I had, like, corner of our bedroom was all boxes. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I, I don't know how she didn't kill me, but, like, dude. So, yeah. Yeah. What about like Funko Pops? You still have Funko Pops? Like I imagine like, cause I've seen people's collections where it's like all up against the wall and it Mm-mm. just like, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? So, so you know, I enjoyed collecting Funko Pops hundred percent. If I had the room, I probably still have them, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause that mean that would mean I'm well off, blah, blah, blah. But dude, it's just <laughs> yeah. so much room, so much room. Cause mm-hmm. I, I like to open my stuff. So again, I'm dealing with the open stuff and then the boxes. And the boxes. So then I started using the boxes as like kind of stands but then it just looked cluttered as fuck. And I'm like, man, I just, it's just so much. And mm-hmm. and when do you stop? You know what I'm saying? So I had 500 Never. and some Funko Pops. Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't so let like, you, dude. Bro, bro. So I, I, I lost my job. And then, and that, that was pretty much the catalyst. So I'm like, okay, so I, I'm not going to be stupid. I'm not going to spend money that I don't have. You know, I need mm-hmm. to be saving money, blah, 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 being smart. So then I stopped making videos for hunting. So I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do with all this? You're going to sell it. 
you're gonna keep it you're gonna like you, you know you got all these statues right here of um of dragon ball actually let me see if i can show you because i know you can't see them there but like you see right here nice yeah like oh and those statues are great they're cheap too they're like 25 yeah. bucks is that the and, ben presto stuff yeah yeah the ben presto stuff 100 yeah, yeah. and like i love collect like i came to the decision where i want the best representation of that said character that i want to collect you see what i'm mm -hmm. saying so that's how i try i say i try because it doesn't yeah. work all the time to keep myself in check you know like i like brawly brawly is one of my favorite characters so i have mm -hmm. i have one two i got like three things of brawly here right now a four wow. actually see you know what i'm saying so i like brawly so i, mm -hmm. I let myself splurge with a little brawliness you know what i'm saying you i don't know if you can see the big one right there in that corner yep i see that, it. that dude is massive but um but yeah but with the funko pop suit it just got so much and then i'm like hmm i want to do that videography thing for real like you know i keep talking about it let's do it what's let me sell the Funko Pops. Let me get cameras. And that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. I sold it to one company. They came. They picked it up. You know, I didn't make that much money because I had like $10,000 worth of Funko Pops. But if you want to get all that money, you know how much work you have to put into that bitch? It's a pain in the ass. Trust me. Because you have I to can sell imagine, man. at the right time to the right person. And then, man, I'm done. So I sold everything. I bought two cameras. One's on the floor. One's that I'm the uh, A6600 that I'm using here. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I bought myself a little gimbal, another Manfrotto, um, uh, what do you call it, tripod. And, you know, I, I, I did a few videos for real estate and stuff. And then the goddamn pandemic hit. So, yeah. you know, that's been on, on hold now, I think. Well, now I, there's talk about a second lockdown. So I'm, I don't know, bro. I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? So anyways, <laughs> but back to the whole Funko Pop. That's exactly what happened Funko Pop. It was just too much, man. So I decided to, you know, I love you. I'm not hunting you right now. I can't do anything with you right now. I'd rather have the cameras and the ability to film um, professional work. And that's the decision I made. It's the right decision, man. I appreciate sure. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it felt like, ah. But then after I made that first video for my wife's company, like uh, the company she works for, they remodeled this three-story mm -hmm. building um, or house. Let me take it easy. But it's, it's still an edifice. But, um, but yeah, I filmed it. I was, of course, nervous. I've never, like, filmed professionally before. Like, I know how to film. Mm -hmm. well, at least I thought I knew how to film. And sure enough, you know, even though there were certain things that, that I knew were wrong and I could do better, they freaking loved it. I'm like, okay, if you love this shit, which I can definitely do better and improve, then awesome. And then I did two more videos for, um, for this, uh, what does this dude do? He's a, a property manager. And he rents these places out and, you know, I just went in there, took some shots, did a little edit, bada bing, bada boom. And apparently he loved it. So how often do you have to do that? You know what I mean? Like per week or is it? So, so I've, I've only done those three videos. That's it. Cause then the pandemic hit everything. Got oh, cold. right, right, right. But like, um, I'm, I'm assuming the, the three to four videos a week would be, would be good. You know, a little mm -hmm. bit more than that, you know? Cause they're they're so easy. They're so easy. Like like once you once I shot the first place, then I shot the second place. Like it's it's so very you know. There's there's no. I'm not Steven Spielberg. You're just walking in, walking out, making sure you grab some shots. Most of the time, they don't even need like like. You start getting very creative, and you want to just get the oh this shit looks fucking awesome. Then you just pan right here. Mm, let me do a little close. I don't yep, give a yep. shit about that. They just want to room 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 room. 
the outside and bada bing bada boom. The house looks great, excellent. I don't really? even I don't even yeah, I, I barely call it great too. Like I don't even have to do anything. Like they just it's so simple sometimes. Like like okay, Dang. no problem. Yeah, dude. Literally, like I don't right, give like, me like, that I, job, bro. For real, for real. It is <laughs> it is good. Now, finding the damn jobs and a lot of those people are really cheap. Uh, from what I've heard, because I had my friend that was helping me out in those last two jobs, um, just they get cheap and, and they, they think they can do everything with their phone. It's like, no, you can't, bro. Mm. No, you can't. So trying to, you know, it's like with any other job. You're trying to work for yourself. Just, yeah, got to find the right people. Right. Mm. So, Papi Chulo, talk to me, brother. You clearly sure. love toys. You clearly love photography. When did those two mesh for you um let me think the first time i started doing it i feel like it was back in like 2014 um i think i saw just because like just being involved in i mean i wouldn't say i'm like i was being involved i was kind of like the outsiders looking in mm -hmm. for a while you know and like um i think some of the acba stuff is like some of my first like intro to toy photography or just seeing like that kind of stuff so i knew mm -hmm. it was around i just never like you know, did it myself or thought to do it myself. Um, but I think it was later on, like, I want to say it was 2014. I was in a intro to like photography class in college. And it, um, th there was like an assignment. And I think for whatever, whatever the assignment specifically was, like whatever the theme or whatever, I decided to shoot some toys for it. So I remember shooting like a Spider-Man toy uh, around my room and like I think I have that on my Instagram actually if you go to like one of my highlights you could probably see like the photos mm -hmm. I was taking back then <laughs> uh, they were like you know they weren't great photos or anything but it was just kind of fun to to bring like this inanimate object kind of to life right so putting it in different scenarios and stuff and then um, I think I feel like something kind of like stuck there you know like just being able to do it and just doing it and having fun with it um, but it wasn't until like later on um, I want to say in like 2015 or something like that where i really was like you know what let me try some of this like outdoor photography stuff because like that was kind of like a different beast you know what i mean that mm -hmm. was like with the natural light and all this stuff so i think that do you know captain dangerous by any chance on instagram on instagram i don't think so captain dangerous she uh she does a lot of stuff with nendroids do you have any nendroids yes i do yes i do yeah so she i think it was like um summer of 2015 oh, i remember seeing like there was a photo yeah look her up right now um there was a photo I, well i've seen her work yes yeah it's yeah. it's pretty recognizable i would say um but it was like a a photo with uh the what was it wind waker um mm -hmm. link i think dude i might have butchered that but i think that's what it was <laughs> and uh it was it had like a leaf it was holding a leaf um over its head you know and it was just like that plus like i think it was raining or something like you know yeah yeah i know exactly out. what picture you're talking about it was outside and i was just like dude i should take my because at the time i had the pokemon trainer red uh an android um and i was like you know i'm gonna go outside and take a photo of this with some of my pokemon toys and then you know i also had like a 50 millimeter lens um so it allowed me to get some of like that shallow depth of field where it's like you know blurry in the background really Which creates that focus. Boca or bokeh yeah. whatever yeah. people call it and um that yeah so i went out and i took a sh uh, shot of like my figure and i was like oh yeah it like kind of has that same feel to it so i was like oh this is cool let me go and shoot some more stuff 
And then, yeah, that was essentially how I kind of jump started, got on Instagram. I made an account to do it. Um, but then there was like a year long gap where I moved and, you know, I moved to a different city and I stopped mm-hmm. doing it and stuff. But then, you know, I think it was like 2017 in like February or maybe it was January. I don't remember the exact date, but, uh, I started, I was like, dude, I'm going to do this. I I'm going to not stop again. I'm going to be consistent with it and see like where this is going to go. So ultimately I shot every single day up until a certain point, you know, where I was like, okay, is it worth it to keep going and shooting stuff every day just for the quantity of it? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to now start focusing on like quality? quality. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I kind of jump started um, getting into toy photography. And like, there was, you know, so many amazing people in the community doing it. And I think that was an aspect that I didn't really expect. Instagram was just like, for me, a thing where I would just post stuff, for my personal like you know photos whether mm-hmm. it was with like friends or family or stupid stuff um so i didn't really look at it in the aspect of like oh man this is there's a huge community out there where you can connect with people who like toys you know and other stuff just as much as you do um so it was different and it was really awesome to kind of discover that you were into toys i assume because you said you had that in the road already so you were collecting toys before yeah, you even yeah, started yeah, yeah, photography yeah. Gotcha. What got you into collecting toys? When did you start collecting toys? Um, so I feel like I've, I mean, you know, as a kid, we get toys or, you know, the fortunate ones. I know some people, you know, didn't get to live <laughs> out there like childhood like that. So, um, but, you know, I, I, I grew up on, you know, having like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers and like all these uh, animated, uh, Batman the Animated Series was like one of the best things. And I remember having that you know, combat belt, Batman, that was like one of my favorite yeah. toys ever, you know, and, um, and Pokemon, whatever it was that I was into, there was, I feel like there was always toys around it. And I realized, like, I think it was like when I was in fourth grade, that was when Dragon Ball Z was like the thing like that I was obsessed with at the time. And I remember I like, I would take a little bit more like care of them. Cause like before I would just go crazy, whether it was like the bathtub or outside, you're like throwing your toys everywhere, you know? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I feel like when I was in fourth grade, like something about something told me like, Hey, I want to like display like my toys. Like I had this stupid, like wooden shelf or whatever. And like one portion of it was just, I'm going to put my dragon ball Z figures here and like stand them up and, you know, I want to keep them in good condition and whatnot. So I felt like at an early age, I kind of had like something about preserving, you know, something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Keeping it nice. And like thinking about it differently, almost like a collector would. Um, but then, you know, later you kind of grow out of that stuff where you think it's like, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. So forget about this stuff. Mm, and then I never, I never got that stage. You never did. Dude. I never had that stage. I was always into the fucking Lucky toys. Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So like, I kind of, you know, I think there was a point where I was like in target, I think it might've been like high school or something like that. And I was just like, dude, like I just wanted to go in the toy aisle. And I was like, man, this is like something about, I don't know what it is, dude. What do you think it is that like you know people like sort of gravitate towards like some of these i mean it's a, it's nostalgia a of, it's a mix of huge. everything it's like nostalgia that feeling of 
of when you know a memory that you might not even be thinking about directly but like you remember that feeling of watching let's say dragon ball so you're you know remember watching dragon ball you fucking yeah, loved yeah. it then you got the nostalgia factor then the figure itself looks fucking awesome then the packaging draws you in you're like damn i need to have this yeah you know what I'm yeah saying? at a certain point you kind of like <laughs> go past this thing of looking at it as just a toy almost and like mm -hmm. for me it was more like I want a 3D representation of this dope character that I loved as a kid. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, yep. and I think that's when it was kind of like, okay, I'm looking at these toys differently now. It's not that I necessarily want to play with them. It's like, okay, these are more for display and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, exactly. Instead like, of instead of buying flowers and a goddamn vase or a vase, whatever you call it, for yeah, or alcohol bucks, or whatever. Or, uh, yeah, whatever that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I I say vase or whatever because that's you know people buy that shit to display. You know, so they right, look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So you're buying a sculpture essentially of a character yeah. that you fucking love, and it's like exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. it's the that's same exactly thing. what it was. Yep. It's the same and, thing. And I think in, in college and stuff like that, I would basically save some money to, and like at the time I was like watching anime and stuff like that. And like whenever, that that's the thing with anime too. Um, if you watch a new anime, you're just like, oh crap, I'm going to probably want these figures now. Especially after. if it's a good fucking anime, you're like, like my exactly. hero academia. I started watching it. And I'm like, mm, damn it. I'm yep. going to have to buy all of it. All of it. <laughs> like you want the Deku figure, but then it's, you know, Figma, I think. What was that at the time? It was only Dude, released was in Japan like, or something. Like it was super limited. $1,500 for that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing some crazy prices, and you're just like, Whoa. okay, I'm going to buy this bootleg and see see how this is instead. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was, I think at the time when I was in college and I started like collecting stuff because I wanted, again, like a representation of that character. Mm -hmm. And I was paying more attention to like the likeness of that character as opposed to like, articulation and all this other kind of stuff you know so i at the time i wasn't like i would get a figure statue or something because i felt like the likeness was better than the crappy action figures out there of that character yeah you know yeah but now it's completely different because of the toy photography aspect of it you know it's like i don't think uh, as much in that mindset of like collector because you could kind of like work with certain figures because you can light it a certain way and it'll be mm -hmm. good enough, you know? Cause like the sculpt can be there, but even though like you look at it in person, it doesn't look like great. Like under certain lighting and stuff, you can kind of make it work. Once you, you pimp light it, it's going to look pimp light. Delicious. Yeah, dude, that pimp light, bro. Yeah. When you get that shit. I'm so going to use that term. <laughs> hey, a coin right here. Every time, uh, uh, by the way, nose rain. Yeah. Where where did that come from? What what is that? Is that that has a meaning or what's going on with yeah with that yeah? Name? It's funny because like uh, it does sound like a weird name because people think it's like related to the drugs or something you know <laughs> like some weird term for that. No, you didn't. What wasn't even thinking about drugs? I guess. Okay. That's well, there's people who do <laughs> right. I mean, that's good. That's good on you. Um, <laughs> but for me personally, dude, like uh, I'm Korean, so um, when I was coming up with a name, I you know takes a while like i don't really know like what i want to do and stuff most of the time but you mm -hmm. know i'm i'm a big kobe fan actually so this is a uh, infinity eight and stuff and got his number 24 he's wearing a, a hoodie for those who are listening he's wearing a hoodie with all them numbers oh yeah on. yeah i have a i have a hoodie on um that is basically homage to kobe and um yeah kobe is like my favorite basketball player of all time um, and so I was like, okay, 
Kobe, if you, that name, if you break it down in Korean, like the way that you would uh, pronounce mm -hmm. it, like ko means nose and p means rain in Korean. Oh, so like, shit. that's why, yeah, that's kind of like, I was like, okay, let's just go with this. And then, that, um, dude, that is probably the best explanation. Like I wasn't even thinking <laughs> like, dude, because uh, nose, all I'm thinking is, you know, you know, just nose, like what are you yeah, yeah. dripping all the time? What was it? right fucking kobe that's not that's badass dude yeah pretty much not yeah i'm like man this guy's disgusting but um <laughs> but that yeah. that's a that's pretty fucking badass what an explanation that's thanks man that yeah that's awesome that's awesome so kobe nose brain <laughs> yep yep exactly that is awesome so anyways you can use pimp light um i'll, I'll tell you pimp the light. you know how much you owe me every time you use that term you know because yeah, i'll credit already. you i'll give Pero. you a shout out <laughs> But I was going to ask you, has, you know, being a, a toy photographer affected your collecting in any way, in a good way or in a bad way? Um, I would say it's it's definitely made me make some impulse purchases for sure. Like things that I typically wouldn't buy, like if I was only in like a collector, very selective, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. then there's certain figures that come out and you're just like, okay. Oh, I could totally do this photo with this or like, you know, something like that. So that kind of like makes me want to buy that figure or other figures that I'd I don't necessarily need, but <laughs> I'll just pick it up because it's like, oh crap, I can do this shot. But then it's like, after that shot, you're just like, okay, I don't know what to do with this figure anymore. Don't just sell it or whatever, right? <laughs> right, right. So there's that aspect of it. So that's, I guess it's good and bad, you know, cause like you can produce like an image or something because of that figure, but then it's also like the, Oh man, I just bought this figure. It probably wasn't worth it for me to hold <laughs> on to this, you know. So it was like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. But you're still collecting. You know, I know you're into Pokemon now, but like, you know, before that, like, you were still collecting your personal stuff, or did you like stop collecting and just focused on buying stuff just for the pictures? Um, it's definitely both, because like, um, it's not like just because one one part of that brain is on. The other part is like off of it because i'll definitely look at stuff and be like okay i definitely want that because i want it you know for myself and then of course you can shoot that or you know i don't have to shoot it but you know a lot of times my like just because i get a new figure doesn't mean i'll shoot that figure right away you know okay. i think the way that i'm shooting uh right now it's more like what kind of idea can i produce and then what figures do i need or what you know what I mean? So what, yeah. like what character do I need for that? So it's really dependent on the idea as opposed to uh, just shooting stuff because I have like that, that new toy of like whoever it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, by the way, what, uh, talking about your evolution as a, as a photographer, I mean, it's, it's, I don't even know how to say it. I, I'm, I'm lacking words here. It's for lack of a better term. I'm going to go vulgar here. It's fucking amazing, okay? And and the reason I say it's fucking amazing is because... I appreciate that, man. You went from... <laughs> no problem, brother. It's all truth here. It's all truth. I'm not rubbing anybody's dick here for no reason whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, dude, it, it, it's so amazing because you just you went from essentially just taking pictures of, of figures, you know? And then, like, I still remember when you did the transition from taking the pictures outside to let me work inside because I have, you know, I can do it pretty much whenever I want. I think it's, that's what you were, t you were saying, but yeah. you, you took that to a whole new fucking level, dude. And 
I'm sure people were doing it before you. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if Sergeant Bananas was yeah, doing for it before, sure. but whatever. But like you have gone to a fucking level. You're making props in like one twelve scale, like one six scale. It's ridiculous. Like you, you right there are making props, dog. Like you're printing shit out, cutting it up, like yeah, setting yeah. up scenes. Like this is insane. What when when did you do that? Like when when did you say okay I gotta start making props like I have this I don't know I don't I don't see anybody selling this shit I have to make it myself and what impulsed you like like just explain that whole thing to me man because it, yeah, it blows absolutely. my mind yeah I mean from the whole switch from like outdoor you, you said it right like it's because I don't want to rely on weather I don't want to rely on the sun to give me like a certain light so I kind of had to challenge myself and take it indoors trying to figure out like how the lighting set up like how to sort of like mimic that look or work with it in some way so that I, I can shoot whenever I want so that I, I can shoot in like the winter time when the sun is basically nowhere to be seen after work. <laughs> um, so that, that was sort of like, that was the beginning of that transition and kind of getting comfortable with shooting indoors. That was huge. That was huge because it takes you to that next step of shooting with dioramas and, and doing all that kind of stuff too. And I can't honestly, like, I can't take the credit to just, you know, say that, yeah, I was the first person to do that. Of course not. No, of course not. Cause like there was definitely people already doing that kind of stuff. Um, like people I should be giving a shout out to, or like, you know, Sergeant bananas was one of the guys that, you know, when I first jumped in, like I knew of him before I started shooting photography, you know, him, captain mm -hmm. dangerous, uh, just seeing their photos and just being, you know, fans of just their work in general, you know, not thinking about like, Hey, I should go and do that. Or I can do that too. Kind of thing, you know, but yeah. then once, once you kind of jump into that world, you're looking at what these other artists are creating and you can't help but try to learn. You know what I mean? You look at their stuff as like, how are they doing that? You know, and not necessarily being like, Hey, how did you do that? But kind of like trying to figure it out, you know, and seeing like what, how, why is there lighting like this? You know, like you can kind of figure out all that stuff. If you're looking at somebody's photo, if you know what to look for as far as like the lighting and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, even, even with the, I think I would just say that my, my work and stuff is just building on what I've kind of seen and what, um, other people have been doing too, and trying to adapt it and, and put it into like, sort of like my tool, tool belt, basically, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Batman has like a utility <laughs> belt. So I try to like, I try to learn, you know, like from what other people are doing and stuff too. So with like creating, like, again, people been creating little props like there's crazy amazing like diorama builders there's crazy mm -hmm. amazing like people who make awesome like accessories and little things for like figures and stuff so like one of the guys who i saw doing it a lot especially early on was uh Dwayne shoots toys i don't know if you're familiar with his work um, i probably am but i don't i don't know his name yeah uh his name mm -hmm. is Dwayne, but uh he yeah he's he he was creating like little accessories and stuff and printing things out, creating like shelves and dioramas and posters and all this little stuff for his figures and stuff. Oh, like really? That. So yeah, it kind of like, it reminded me of like, cause I was a graphic designer and, or I went to school for graphic design. So I remember having packaging projects and things like that. And, oh, and that there was helps. Like, there was like, yeah, there was like this one project where I made like little sneaker boxes or whatever. It was kind of like a idea for like, um, like uh, blind box sneakers, yeah, yeah, or something. So, uh, I just basically did like a prototype of that. Um, so like that 
kind of skill set was already familiar with me because in school you're kind of cutting things out like working with scale and trying to figure out measure Mm -hmm. things out and stuff like that so um yeah seeing Dwayne do it it was just like dude I should like I should rather than looking for stuff I should try to figure out if I can make it or print it out like especially boxes I think that's the kind of stuff that's pretty simple I know he does more like uh like some of the more complex stuff, like he'll create like using clay or whatever it is. But I think now he has a 3D printer. So he prints out a bunch of like really cool, like um, props and stuff for his shots. Um, I haven't really, I haven't gotten to that level of uh, getting a 3D printer myself and, <laughs> and doing all that stuff. But um, it's it's a really great like tool to have, honestly, uh, especially for, for what we do. You can just print out things, find files and be like, oh, I need a, a stool or I need like this skateboard or whatever. So yeah, you can just it's print amazing. it out yourself. Yeah. It's, it's cool. And I love, I love um, you of course. And everybody else is like uh, resourcefulness, like, you know, grabbing the, uh, that picture that comes to mind is the picture you did for the Incredibles. I, I don't know if that was a fishbowl or a light bowl or yeah, something. Yeah. And it looks fucking like it's just, you made that shit look amazing. Cause it looks like it's Violet's, uh, you know, uh, her bubble field. power Dude, force field, right it's it's like you know I, I love you guys solving problems or not even solving problems but sometimes just seeing something i i might i might ask you how you got that idea but i'm thinking okay. over here as a as a as a, just like a consumer of your photographs like mm-hmm. i don't know if you like saw that and you're like shit dude i think that can work for her or you just like man i got this picture i want to take it what am i gonna do am i gonna do this digital and they're like oh shit i can use that but yeah, um, yeah. but tell me how did you think like how did you come up with that picture like yeah so so sometimes it'll be like okay I'll think of something to be able to use for a shot um, some other times it'll be like serendipity right like I'll accidentally stumble upon it um, for that particular shot with the Incredibles one uh, I remember trying to do uh, something that I like to do is try to do it practically first if I can't then like digital is sort of like that last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember working on that shot and being like, okay, I'm going to use like bubbles, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like actual blow bubbles? bubbles, like actual bubbles. I'm going to oh, blow goodness. a giant bubble around these like toys, but it didn't make sense. because like it would basically pop around them mm-hmm. really hard, and really frustrating. So I kind of gave up <laughs> on going with that approach at least. And then I remember, uh, it was, it might've been like a few days later or something. Uh, I was walking around Michael's like the craft store mm-hmm. and they had like, you know, just looking around stuff like that, like also gives you ideas. It gives you inspiration. Um, especially if your mind is already tuned into like ideas for shots and stuff. So yeah, I was in Michael's and I was walking through like, uh, some of the like jars and vases and that kind of stuff. And stumbled on yeah like i think it was like it wasn't a fishbowl it might have been for like uh what is it those hanging plant class things you know what i'm talking gotcha. about yep yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah and i think it was that or it might have been a fishbowl whatever it was uh <laughs> yeah i, saw I call it, it a fishbowl like, but it looks like one that's it yeah i saw it and i was like i dude this could work but i think that's because <laughs> my mind was already tuned in to that shot you know mm-hmm. what i mean so like because it was already there, I made the connection. And I think that's a lot of times like how I'll get an idea is because I'm already tuned into that frequency of like, you know, thinking about toy photography, almost like everywhere I go, like no matter what it is, like if I get new information from 
uh, just like somebody else's podcast or something, if they're talking about it, how can I relate that to toy photography? Or if I'm out at target walking through the board game section, you know, not thinking about board games to play themselves, but thinking about it in the light of how can I use this as a prop or how can I build a shot around this? Like, it's more like that mindset when I'm like doing that. It's pretty dope because it's very creative. You're in a, your creative uses are flowing. Like, all the right. times, you know, you're looking at something and it's like, let me think what I can do with this. And it's, you know, I love it too because, again, I'm, I'm not really a photographer. I've dabbled in toy photography. I mm-hmm. completely enjoy it. I don't know why my dumbass stopped. You like, I just do keep it. doing it because, I need to it, do it. dude, it, it's, it's so much fun because that creative aspect is what draws me in. Like, you're just like, you got toys. Okay, what the fuck am I going to do? I'll put it, blah, blah, blah. And then again, <laughs> you start yeah. just coming up with crap and, I love that whole creative aspect. Even when it comes to like video editing, something that people look at it, it's like, oh, you're just fucking putting clips together. Them shoot me. But like when I'm putting uh, uh, videos together, I'm like, oh shit. But like when I do my little skits, stupid stuff, right? But then you're like, if I cut here, it's gonna be so much better. Cause if I put this one here, like again, yeah, yeah. creative juices flowing, and, mm-hmm. and you know that's why I love and, and and it's amazing to see you personally, and then all these other great toy photographers. Just, just see all those juices. This is gonna sound really dirty, but all those juices like out, jizzing out all over the world on <laughs> on Instagram because it's it's been it's 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 just creative deliciousness, and that's why I love, you know, just following you guys. Like, you know, I love your work. I'm I'm a huge fan. You know, I've told you already. Like, thank you, man. You come up with some great shots. Like, you solve some great problems. I'm calling it problems because it's probably going to be problems for me. But for you, you're probably like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. No problem whatsoever. Let me put a <laughs> Jenga set here. Let me put this fucking dude here. Take the picture. Bada bing, bada boom. But, um, yeah. but yeah, dude, I, like, I totally enjoy it. And I love that you have, you like, you personally have been recognized by the companies that make the figures and sometimes are sent free shit sometimes are included in stuff like mm-hmm. can you talk to me about this because that's pretty freaking badass yeah i think yeah that's definitely awesome i mean kudos definitely to uh you know these companies like hasbro for one right because um i would say hasbro is one of the companies that i work uh most with um but you know obviously it wasn't always the case uh you want to put your work out there and make sure you know you know, if you do want to be recognized by them, it's like tag them and stuff, but try to figure mm-hmm. out a way where they're going to be able to see your stuff, you know? And I'm sure like people are, and there's people who do get frustrated when, you know, some companies won't recognize them and stuff like that. Um, but it's, I think it's, it's really cool that, you know, a company like Hasbro, and I feel like more companies now will recognize the toy community and stuff. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's really cool. Like I never, you know, starting <laughs> out, I never thought that I would get reached out to to sort of help on a campaign or something like that for a toy company. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's been cool, man. So many like crazy things have happened because I decided to be like, oh, I'm going to go shoot some toys. I know. Don't stop but, until but it becomes exactly, something. Exactly, exactly. And that's the key right there, dude. And it's funny because I was talking to uh, – uh, Ganda Chris, um, uh, uh, two days ago, uh, it's the podcast that I'm going to be releasing today. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Ganda, but Ganda Chris does a lot of, um, uh, customization of like Amiibos and like, uh, a lot of, um, Nintendo stuff. And nice. she reached out and she's been doing it forever. So she reached out to Nintendo back in 2011 to work oh, with wow. them as an ambassador. They told her no in the nicest way. 
But, yeah. you know, fast forward to 2017, she kept at her craft, kept doing her shit. Amiibos came out. She started customizing Amiibos. And then, you know, it was very mutual. Like, they were just talking to each other. And then it just worked. And now she's a Nintendo brand ambassador. That's awesome. And, you know, she's doing all this stuff. And the similarities between you and her is that you guys never stopped. You guys yeah. kept going. You know, you keep, you keep doing your shit. Because, like you said, I'm sure people get frustrated because they don't get their shit noticed. I'm like... That sure get a little bit frustrated, so get some juices to keep going. But that mm -hmm. shouldn't be your end goal. You're doing this because you love it. That should be the first thing. Right. You enjoy the shit out of it. Just just keep going at it, you know. And yeah, because a lot of people, that's a roadblock, you know. Yeah, and it's 100%. happened to me personally too. Like like something happens, and or you know, let's say let's talk about pictures. Like you don't get noticed. Like Hasbro didn't notice this picture. I put so much work into this picture, and I think I knew this was gonna be it, and nobody gave a fuck about this picture. So I'm mm -hmm. done. And I know that happens a lot, and it sucks, man. It sucks. We humans are very, very just, very. I don't. I don't even know what the word is, but so <laughs> sensitive, I guess. Sometimes when it comes to like when you pour your heart out into something and then yeah. nothing happens, it's like I, it's like a slap in the face. Yeah, I think that's where uh, we need to sort of like measure our expectations, right? Because a lot of times we get disappointed because we already have that expectation that this is what they should feel about this work or something. And when mm -hmm. it doesn't go that way, you're just like. Well, screw them, you know, but it's, it's, it, yeah, you're right. Like it shouldn't be that way, obviously. Like I know, I noticed that, you know, if there is a roadblock like that, I mean, and because like, I like Kobe Bryant so much, it's like that. Mm -hmm. How can you get better every day mentality kind of thing? Mamba, and mamba mentality. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's not, it's not, even if somebody says no, it doesn't mean like, no forever you know exactly like yep. you got to continue to work on your craft and i think the more you do that like for me personally i think that was one of the things i really enjoyed was uh learning about toy photography and trying to get to a certain level that i thought was like oh man this is really cool like seeing the stuff that i saw and being like this is really cool how can i do that and then working towards getting to that point and appreciating sort of like that process of doing that and like all the little things that kind of go into it. Yeah. Um, I love that. So even if it was like, you know, it could be challenging, you know, even though it could be like, do I have to post today? Because I said that I posted, you know, just getting, <laughs> just doing it, you know? Yep. 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 Um, but resilience, but I love it, dude. I have a, and, and it should be, it should be, it should inspire people to do the same, honestly, because, like you know, I go back to Uganda and you. Like you guys are very inspiring. Like you guys kept doing your shit and look, it's paid off. You know, like mm -hmm. like, and you're still going at it because again, you you love what you do. You know, M maybe Pokemon is getting in the way a little bit because of you know, you gotta make that Pokemon money. But at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, you still love taking pictures of uh of figures. You collect figures, you know, and it's yeah. fantastic. And I appreciate how you and and some of the other guys have a like a behind the scenes with every picture to like show yeah, how you yeah. do it and and get the juices flowing or or somebody who has been trying to get into it and you know it's like that that barrier of like shit i don't know what to start and then mm -hmm. you show who you how you kind of do it and it's like oh wait a minute that's not that hard let me start practicing so it's much appreciated man i, I love i love that you do it and and the other guys some of the other guys that do it too is is fantastic yeah yeah no problem uh yeah personally like I feel like that aspect of it, the behind the scenes is, is a way and what you were saying basically is like, it makes it more approachable as far as like the hobby, you know, like if you're, if you're seeing like a photo and then 
you see like how someone might execute it. It might not be exactly like how they edited the photo or any of that stuff, but it was like the setup at least can, you know, it is approachable in that sense where you could do that setup. You could follow the way that we lit it and kind of get that start, you know, that spark mm-hmm. of like how, oh, you're starting to learn like, oh, so this is what this lighting does once it's on the figure and all this kind of stuff. So like, as you're doing it, you are learning, but then it's like, there's another aspect of why I do behind the scenes is because when we shoot toys, like, you know, a lot of times they can look cinematic. It can be to the point where depending on the lighting that you do, yeah, it could be too cinematic to the point where it's like, this kind of looks like, I don't know if that's a toy or not, you know, like, especially with hot toys, right? Hot toys look so good. Especially if you light them a certain way, it's mm-hmm. sometimes it can be really hard to tell um if that's a toy or not and i feel like uh to us people in the toy community who can recognize that and be like oh that's a hot toy um there's so many other people on instagram you know and like i think some people don't even care that there's so many people on instagram and they just kind of think about the toy community um i feel like that's an opportunity as far as like somebody who's trying to grow their account get you know their work out there it's kind of in a sense it makes sense for you to to want to get that work out there and make it recognizable, not just as like a hot toy that looks like a real person, you know, and uh, I'm not like hating on any hot toy shooters or anything like that. I'm just mm, saying uh-oh. behind the scenes, <laughs> we got, we got you, fo- fo- toy photography drama here. What's going on? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's nothing like that, but it's just, it's like having that behind the scenes there gives people that perspective of, Oh, this is actually a toy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, that's the other aspect of why I personally put behind the scenes next to my finalized photo is so that if somebody stumbles on my photo, they could be like, they could look at it and be like, Oh, that's cool. And then if they do swipe, they're like, Oh wait, that, those are toys. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a different sort of experience of like, you know, what it kind of helps too, like with what toy photography is. I feel like if you have a behind the scenes there, and I think behind the scenes, honestly, is more interesting than the final photo for a lot of yeah, people. It, it, the whole process is awesome. So that's why I appreciate it when you share it and, you know, other people. Um, uh, Ayofo Owatu, I, I always have a problem. Yeah, my boy but Tom. Because he, he, yeah, Tom, like, he goes bananas with his pictures. Like, he goes with effects and everything. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, at a certain point, you're like, wait a minute, is this like a like a painting? A, like a picture is this a statue is this a toy an action figure you're like what the fuck is this and then you look at behind the scenes and it's awesome so i appreciate the process and it's great that you guys are sharing that process with Mm -hmm. us you know to a certain extent so it's it's always awesome again those creative juices just seeing those creative juices happening bro and jizzing over everybody (laughs) very nice (laughs) i'm sure i could be using better words but you know it is what it is i'm a retard and then I could be using a better word there, but it's okay. Anyways, but um, but yeah, dude, it's amazing. Now, I was going to ask you, is there a goal that you haven't hit yet or there's something that you want to do that hasn't happened yet, like in, in that toy photography um, or I guess in personal life, whatever. I don't know if this is going to be like your your end game, like you want to be a toy photographer for the rest of your life or just, just you know, just a level up. Right. Um. Yeah, that is definitely something that uh, I think about. It's what what would it be like to kind of be a toy photographer if you could actually make a career out of it and i think you can because there's people out there who are doing it right now you know Mm -hmm. um but i think at the same time it's like i I think you you mentioned it earlier right i think one aspect of it is um receiving free product 
from companies. I feel like that's um, honestly, like I'm, I'm somebody who, when that opportunity came, I was like, whoa, they want to send me free toys. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're, you're kind of jumping at that opportunity. Cause for one, it's like, there's the, they are these toy companies that, you know, you, you as a fan or a collector, you know, you look up to them and being like, they're producing these awesome things. And like, I want to be a part of that, you know, whether it's them giving me free product or whatever. But I think there's, there is an aspect of it where at some point, if, if you do want to look at this as a career, you kind of have to value your work that way. And so just, you know, if a, if a toy company or any company, honestly, whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be like toy photography or toy reviews or whatever it is. Like there's, you know, these companies, can send you stuff for your work and a lot of times it it's not going to be worth it to do that anymore at a certain point you know what i mean like free yeah. toys is not it's not going enough to pay the bills and correct it's exactly so uh there's a lot of people like i don't know there's yeah you could put a different value on 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 the work that you do and look at it a certain way to a point where you can you know start asking for compensation or paid compensation for for the work that you do yeah and start getting paid for yeah for work i'm working exactly right. pay me that money son <laughs> exactly <laughs> a 30 dollar figure is not gonna pay my bills bitch <laughs> i need them <laughs> yeah and i say that because like you know there's i mean there's so much work that goes into it whether you're 100%. a toy reviewer or a toy photographer um and it's you know a lot of times it's not like this is this is one reason that you don't uh, charge like hourly on stuff is because if you're if you're really good at something, and a lot of times when you're working with a client in general, they're gonna be like, I want it done quickly, you know. Always. But then if you're getting charged like hourly, that hurts you more, mm -hmm. right? If someone's bad at their job and it takes five hours or something like that, they get paid more than the person who is really good at their job and Correct. can do it quickly. Yeah. So it doesn't matter or that aspect of it. You know, so, um, yes, yeah, basically trying to gauge like how much you feel like your, your work is worth and, you know, kind of just figuring it out. Cause I think that's kind of like the stage that I'm at. I'm just kind of figuring it out, um, right now. But, uh, if you're, if, if we're talking end game, yeah, dude, it would be really dope if I had an opportunity to kind of like make this my job and, and be able to, to shoot toys, but not only like product shots, but actually like the type of photography that I personally like to do. I'm sure there's like logistics and stuff about mm -hmm. certain characters and stuff that, that might not fly, but um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool. What, what, what that, at the end, what, like what kind of uh, characters like are you talking about? Like what kind of photography do you like to do? Well, I'm just saying like um, some of my stuff is not necessarily like to that world. Like for instance, if I do a dragon ball shot, like if I, if I do something that, you know, makes that character look silly or something you know some some properties might not like that you know what i mean so like for me i personally like to do stuff that is a little bit more outside of the box or something like that and so if i'm working with a company that again doesn't want to you know especially like marvel or star wars or something they a lot of times they the types of photos that we do for some of these campaigns is because we are sort of almost boxed into that world. Like it has to be almost like it, you could see that happening in, in the world of star Wars or whatever. Gotcha. As opposed to me, like making a stormtrooper look silly or, you know, 
or like a Jedi look ridiculous. The or... client wants an action shot that looks like it came out of the fucking movie. Don't try anything stupid, anything different. Don't go creative. I just need this. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you just have to, you know, do your shot or whatever. You don't have uh, the freedom you would like, essentially, in some yeah, of those situations. Ultimately. Yeah, exactly. And it makes sense, you know, um, some of those properties and stuff to, to have those kind of guidelines. And as like a professional, mm -hmm. you know, you want to make sure that you're delivering on something that's going to make them happy um, as well. But yeah. True, and they want to protect their brand, essentially, you know, even though... Right. You know, sometimes you're thinking about it as a as a collector and as somebody who loves Star Wars. Seeing a picture like that is not gonna like persuade me not to watch Star Wars or buy anything Star mm -hmm. Wars. I would I would I would like in that same uh, um, context. Like it would be awesome if like Hasbro would do like they would just have a I don't know like an artist series where they let you do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you guys get paid for it, but let you be like. Let you take the pictures you want, not the pictures they want, the pictures you want, and or set whatever thing, and that would be pretty cool, you know. Yeah, you know, have that freedom. One hundred percent, man. Like that's definitely one of the things that I've been trying to push for. Really, is to kind of go a little bit more outside of the box and kind of tailor to. Like I know they're asking for a job to you know shoot it a certain way, or you know to get it across so that approve like it can meet the the certain approval like that they know that this is going to pass through approvals pretty quickly and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff i think that's most of the time like the thing that that uh prevents or allows us to kind of go off the rails a little bit and do our own thing because you know some of the guys like uh a lot of times when we're shooting stuff like we can shoot the way that they ask us to but a lot of times it's not utilizing utilizing our strengths the most as most what am i trying to say like they're you know, you know what I mean. You know, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. stupid, but no, no. But you, you um, were there. Like, is it the, whatever they're telling you to do, it's not maximizing your strength as a photographer. Exactly. And you, you know, so your 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 constraint, like you were saying, not even a photographer, but just like as a at that point, you feel like it's more of a photographer job as opposed to like a creative. You know what I mean? And coming up with your own so, idea so, to kind so of so they're put a doing twist to it. what pretty much any conglomerate like this huge companies do, which is strip all creativity out of you know whatever they're doing which is usually and what happens <laughs> honestly it's not like they want that to happen you know what i mean i think there's like when you're working with a hasbro it's like they're answering to a lucasfilm it's, or like yeah, a whatever they're, they're so disney it's, those it's not lawyers, their fault the people that are gonna say yes to this picture blah 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 there's so many different layers yeah. that that your shit needs to go through like your picture mm -hmm. takes in here and they got to go yes 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 no okay let's go back so it's right? a pain in the ass, yep. and, and I get it because I've been in that situation, um, you know, with videos that I've done for companies or whatever. And it's just like, y you brought me here because you enjoy who I am. But mm -hmm. then now you're telling me that you don't want me to be who I am. So what yeah. the fuck is the point? So, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I, like, I get it. Like, I get it. And I understand why they do it. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like, you know what you're getting into. Like, you're, you're, you're going to nose train. You like his photography. But then you box him in into this little fucking box. Don't move. He's at his best outside of the fucking box. Just running around that bitch, kicking the box out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like that's what you need to do. So, like, it's, yeah. you know, it's a pain in the ass. But, but, like, I appreciate that you are working on getting some, like, shit done. That would be great. Like, if they can just let go. Like, Hasbro, Star Wars, Disney, please, come down, bro. Let us do what we do, man. Let's just have a little series. 
where we do what we do, man. I don't know. You know I'm sure cool. you can think about it, but that would be great. Like, I would love to see something like that. Yeah, 100 percent. You know, um, all creative yeah. to you guys. Yeah, there was there was a there was a shot recently that I did with Deadpool, and um, that was one of the ones where it's like I wanted to choose that character just because I felt like that if I could go out to the box a little bit, like it would be with Deadpool. You know what I mean? Because he's so silly and yeah, know. he's so crazy. So I, I took a risk with that one, and thankfully, like it got approved and stuff to to you know. It's that one with the Mona Lisa. Posted. Yeah, yeah, it was that one. Um, and so. Yeah, I don't, I'm not like banking on it, you know, really changing or making too many waves to kind of like let us do that kind of aspect. But um, it was kind of cool to kind of, you know, go, go and try something a little bit different as opposed to trying to recreate like, a, you know, something from the movie or something like that. No, I, I've, again, I appreciate it. For those listening or watching on YouTube that don't have his page up, it's essentially, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Deadpool stealing the mona lisa but he replaced it <laughs> with his own drawing which yeah. is that from the movie too or did you it was that, from the movie okay so and then uh what's her name i forgot her name uh the the, the, teenage, the no negasonic teenage warhead go. or something so and she's like right behind him trying to stop him and he's just doing this silly like goodbye looking at the camera like that's that's funny that's funny it's, and it's an ad for the uh 20th x-men or something correct yeah yeah it was the uh, 20th anniversary of the x-men film there you go um and i guess like the deadpool you know this movie fox film or fox toys or whatever we're all like kind of in the same uh set so boom and you did it got approved and there it is and it's it, it's a fun freaking picture dude and it's different thanks man it's again bro i'm telling you i love your shit dude i love your shit and i appreciate you thinking out of the box because you could have easily done Deadpool, kicking ass, fucking killing people, you know, the same shit, whatever. But here you are with Deadpool stealing the goddamn Mona Lisa. That's probably, that's funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty fucking funny. And and, and and my apologies, I haven't liked the picture. Hold up. Okay, now nah, I like it. Okay, there you go. I'm a bitch. But uh, yeah, hey, dude. Man. Cannot it's believe awesome. That. It is awesome. I love the, the picture you have with, uh, what's his face? Uh, which is another ad. Uh, um... This dude, oh my god, the Mandalorian. That's a badass picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was cool, man. That's fucking fire, dude. Did you get the... Di I, I, don't, I haven't read here, but is that diorama that you had? Or did they send it to you? Or did you get it from somebody else? Uh, Yeah, that diorama was actually from this guy who lived uh, uh pretty close by to me. Um, He was moving to California. Uh, His uh, account is... uh, It's like 3-L-E-S-I-E. But he, he does a lot of Star Wars uh, toy photography, and he made those dios himself. Um, he amazing, basically dude. was like, I'm not trying to take these to California, so yeah, I'm you just going to give them. you. Or I don't know if he asked me or what, like if he posted that he was going to give them away or sell them or something. I don't remember. He might have just hit me up and been like, hey, these are available if you want them. And I was like, oh, cool. Like how much? You're like, no, nah, man, I'll just give them to you for free. So I was like, oh, shit, shoot, I'll take that. Yeah. Also, if like there's people on YouTube watching, like my dog was just like right here. But I he saw just, your dog. <laughs> he just got a haircut, dude. So he looks like a skinny little like weirdo. Wait, what right kind now. of dog do you have? I have a toy poodle. Toy uh, poodle. Yeah, man. On brand. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. He he just got a haircut, so he looks like super like small and stuff. Normally he's like all fluffy and stuff, but 
that is yeah. funny in case anyone saw this weird alien looking creature walking across my bed over here yeah i saw the Wanted ass so i didn't out. see anything else <laughs> <laughs> i saw white ass and then it just disappeared yeah. so i'm glad it was a poodle and not yeah. something else i appreciate that dude but yeah dude i mean it, it's it's awesome dude I'm, I'm glad you came on here uh to give me some behind the scenes on yeah no train doubt. of thought and how you came to all this crap like it's it's pretty awesome and um uh, I hope your your Pokemon collecting, you know, gets you some big bucks. <laughs> Dude, man, I've already I've already uh, been able to pull some cool stuff, so I I got it sent in the grade. So hopefully they come back like pretty good grades, and then we'll see what happens. I don't know, I don't know where this Pokemon thing is gonna go. Honestly, like it's fun to open stuff and create content. I guess like that live stream that I did yeah. or whatever, it was pretty fun. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I might calm down a little bit and then jump back into toy photography and then bounce out once uh <laughs> what what do you do uh, go ahead go ahead my bad go ahead oh no i was just gonna say that once like uh hidden fates 2.0 or whatever they're gonna call it in the english yeah. set that when that comes out i'll probably jump back in a little bit but yeah <laughs> i was gonna ask you Let's what see. do you do in the real world if you don't mind me asking job wise yeah uh i'm a senior visual designer i i it's more like a from the marketing side like we'll work on different like campaigns and things like that and uh a lot of like sh social marketing and um that kind of stuff so okay so you're I, I being creative essentially aspect. right yeah yeah it's it's a it's for a digital agency so yeah in dc in dc oh you live in dc uh, i don't live in dc i live like on the outside in virginia but yeah Virginia, mm, that shit gets yes, cold, sir. too cold for me. Dude, it it's got super chilly today. Yeah, yeah. dude, it again. I'm in Florida, South Florida to be mm -hmm. exact, and I went out there and it was um I think 76, and I'm like, damn, what? it was comfortable it was comfortable okay. I, I like it like if it gets to 65 degrees during the day i fucking love that here like you know oh, okay. i used to hate it because again i come from a little island that doesn't get any colder than like 80 degrees yeah, <laughs> yeah. so but um but i be, i learned to appreciate it now if it goes any less than that like mm -mm, like i'm done but i love opening the windows like i have the windows open right now i'm sweating mm -hmm. balls in here because my office is closed and okay. I have the AC off because I have the windows open. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. when I was thinking about it. So I got the lights here and whatever turned on. So I'm like, I'm over here like fucking sweating balls. But it's nice because it's going to throw that to 70. And bro, little yeah. 70 action is good. Nice. But Virginia cold. My wife's from Ohio, dude. Mm -mm. Mm. I've been there when it's like negative 17 degrees. Oh, jeez. No. Yeah, no, dude. No, no, no. I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of the the cold either but I, I mean i'd like the fall it's like it's a nice in between it's like hoodie weather you know so yeah but, but so we get it. that that's our winter fall for you that, that, that that's our yeah. winter. <laughs> yeah yeah you know and then you can go to the beach sometimes or most of the time i don't get in that water because that water's cold too cold for yeah. me what but part of florida i live in um not that i know exactly but <laughs> so um the so there's west palm beach okay and below west palm beach is for lauderdale Right. And in between, there's like um, Pump on a Beach and whatever. So I'm like, in I'm like right at the outskirts of West Palm Beach. Okay. You know, I'm like five to 10 miles from Boca, which is, I think, is where West Palm Beach starts. So I'm like right there, mm. you know. I'm like 40 okay, minutes nice. away from Miami. And, um, you know, I never go down there. Like, by the funny enough, I have a, <laughs> I might be working for a company that's all, all the way down there. So I might have to travel to Miami from, you know, if I'm lucky enough to get this job. Who knows? 
Or like every day? Miami. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's man. a it's a it's a computer company. They do um um I forgot the name right now, but they do a lot of um they just bought Elgato. I don't know if you know Elgato, you know the little um um mine is over here Elgato. somewhere. Elgato. Elgato. It's for uh streaming. Streaming um yeah, I don't know what the fuck I did with it. Streaming uh uh shit online. Oh, okay. Elgato streaming so, so, for streaming. So it's this, um, it's like a video card. So you plug in your HDMI, you plug this into the computer, you hook it up to like, um, OBS and then, you know, you plug in your whatever console you use and then oh. it, you can stream live and whatnot. So, oh, that's cool. um, so yeah. And they also make computers and all this shit. So anyways, um, oh, no space on memory card. Nice. So I guess I'll be using, <sighs> Anyways, but, but yeah, so that's what I, I think. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, dude. Good luck. Good luck with that. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But anyways, brother, listen, I appreciate your time. Thank you so yeah, freaking man. much, dude. Uh, you've been nothing but awesome. And um, yeah, keep keep going the good work, dude. Like your pictures are fucking awesome, dude. So I hope everybody that's listening or on YouTube goes to uh, the comment section or whatever wherever the description Get up is. the comments yeah give this man a like for sure yeah 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 actually say it too where the, where can they find you on instagram yeah instagram it's at nose rain like nose and then you know the weather rain so <laughs> uh, nose rain yeah yep instagram tiktok wherever um yeah but instagram dude, tiktok i appreciate you man having me on uh it's great to talk to you great to get to know you a little bit more you know so. Dito. Dito, yeah brother. For sure. It was great. Thank you, man. All right, Papi Chulo. Well, take care, man. You have a great All night, right. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Later, yeah. brother.